It's time for the Crest Podcast Christmas special episode with Paul and George. Yes, it is the 25th of December, but we did this weeks ago. Are you mad? Are you mad? Yes, I think that you must be mad to think that I would come up with some words to fit into this complicated bit. You came up with some words anyway, you silly, silly clown. You should bear in mind it's Christmas. Get this jingle finished now. It's time for the Christmas Podcast Christmas Special Episode with Paul and George. Yes, it is the 25th of December, but we've been over this before. Settle down and listen to this special crass. It's going to begin at last. And welcome to the 2019 Christmas special of Crass. I'm George Walsh. And I'm Paul Austin. George, as ever, yes. it's time for Paul's Christmas Question Time. Paul's Question Time. Paul's Question Time. Right, George. Paul's Question Time. Didn't you kill this feature off last week? Well, yeah. I was yeah. no one going to mention that, George, because, to be honest, I tried to think of another feature that I could... <laughs> and I thought of absolutely fuck all. Nothing. I see. But, but And that's the thing. You, the problem with the thing with Paul's question time is you, it can't die. You'll never kill mm. it. It's too good, too strong. Yeah, that's the reason, isn't it? Not desperation for features. <laughs> yes. No, it's a really good feature, and I had a lot of people asking, oh, I'm never going to listen to Crass again now that Paul's question time is dead. So I thought, well, mm. why not just wanna, cave? Do you want to name some of those people? Um, Clive Anderson. He was pretty... The Clive Anderson. The Clive Anderson. He was, mm. he was pretty annoyed. Paul's question time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what non-Christmas thing... Also, it's like, you know, it's good to have a special question at Christmas time. Yeah. So no, it's just it's just you did really hammer home the point. Oh, just in the stop. Season Look, three I'm finale. not going to keep going on about it. I just want to do right, it. All right. Okay. Okay. Right. We'll get on with it then. Paul's George. Paul's question time. Yes. What non-Christmas thing do you associate with Christmas? What non-Christmas thing do I associate with Christmas? Yeah. So like you know how people associate the Wizard of Oz with Christmas because it was always on the telly. Ah, right. Yes. Like yes. That sort of thing. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory would be... That's a good one, yeah. definitely be one. Although, if you've yeah. got anything that isn't a movie, because otherwise it's going to be a bit... Right, OK. Um... A bit dull, you know, a bit played. Y- yes. Sorry, yes. just sorry, carry on. Um... Cluedo. Cluedo, that's a good one. So you did, is, that, is there a story behind that? Did you always play Cluedo well, I... as a family? Uh, well, this was it. I, I didn't play... I, I always wanted to play Cluedo for years, but we never had it. Um, and then I did play it quite a bit before Christmas, but then I uh, got my own edition oh, of oh. Cluedo. It's not interesting. No, but I'm I just sorry. want a picture of the scene. Did, did you yeah. come bounding down the well, stairs and you saw a box wrapped up under the tree? Well, well, no, it was it was more that um, my uncle just gave me 
15 quid and said, get yourself something. <sighs> and that's what that's I got. That's not very festive. I wanted no, more of a picture than on that. Christmas, we play it pretty much every Christmas. And pretty much every Christmas, I lose <laughs> to drunken idiots <laughs> who who don't know how to play the game. They don't know the rules. They argue with me about what the rules are. Luck in it. Just, I'm sick of it, quite frankly. <laughs> and and I've just got it all ahead of me again yeah. for another year. Well, no, not to the happy, listeners. Happy not Christmas. for the listeners. Because this is going out Christmas, so presumably when they're listening to this, it will all be over. I'll so. be playing fucking Cluedo when they're listening yeah. to this. so there you go. Fed up. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know it's not festive and positive and upbeat, but... It's fine. It's that's, fine. that's Christmas for you. <laughs> what was your Christmas morning like as a kid? It was good. It was good, yeah. I got a, I got a, um, a Tracy Island, didn't oh, I? Oh, fucking course you did. Everyone got a Tracy Island except for me. Yeah, I had two. But... I had like a, I had like the Tracy Island, and then I had like a, a mini Tracy Island where there was kind of more stuff that worked and was more interactive. The mini one had more interactive stuff. Yeah, in a weird way. That's weird, isn't it, George? Because you'd think the big one would be more interactive because it's bigger. Yeah, it wasn't. No. no. It's mad, isn't it? They're both in the loft. Can I have one? No. What do you mean, no? I'm supposed to be your crass buddy. Yeah, but they're two different Tracy Islands, aren't they? Oh, come on, they're just sitting in your loft, and I've never had one. Would you what? Would, you'd play with it, would you? If I gave you one, I don't know. Maybe we'd have to find out, wouldn't we? I'm not going to know unless until I've got it. I never got one, listeners. And there's one in two in George's loft, just sitting there that I could one be playing with and enjoying. The, the the miniature one is slightly broken. Well, I don't want that one then. Can I have the big my, one? Because uh, my <laughs> <laughs> some nephew of mine, I don't know who it is, uh, snapped one of the palm trees. What a little shit. He's probably about 18 now. They That's think. how long ago it Fuck was. you. <laughs> Let's not move off. I don't want to just move away from this. I want, the, I want a definitive answer. Can I to play what? with your Tracy Island set? <laughs> no. Oh. I, only because I'm not rooting around in the loft for it. This is like being at home, this. Which I am, <laughs> so, you know. It's... Let's move on then. I've had yeah. the Christmas dreams ruined already. We're only a few minutes in. Mm. Open my advent calendar. We do this every year, obviously. It's a bit of a yeah. tradition. I'll open yeah, the door of my advent calendar. Get it open. So, uh, I didn't get we one are this on, year. We're on day. Why haven't you got an advent calendar this year? Just because it's just because it's not a good Christmas. All right. All right. <laughs> wow, Jesus. <laughs> right, we'll move swiftly on from that. Um, it's day 17, listeners. So, I'm going to open day 17. Oh, actually, no, I'm going to describe the advent calendar first. So this year I've moved away from your um, your classic Cadbury advent calendar. Yeah, with the same, same every year. Same design, literally every year. Literally every year it's the same design. Mm. Lazy. 
But this year I've gone for a uh, Divine. Have you heard of Divine, George? They're like the... Um... Do you mean the, the, the one out of uh, Pink Flamingos? <laughs> Divine. <laughs> she's shit in every door. Um, <laughs> it's the Fair Trade chocolate people owned by coca farmers. Um, fair Trade cocoa grown by family farmers in Ghana. No artificial yeah. flavours or ingredients. I mean, everything says that now. Mm. 100% pure cocoa butter and no palm oil. So yeah. I'm feeling pretty good this year. It's vegan. It's a dark chocolate advent calendar. What's your feelings on dark chocolate, George? It's very nice. It is yeah, nice, isn't it? I don't mind a bit of dark chocolate. The design on this Bonneville. advent calendar is all gold. And it's a sort mm. of nativity scene, but I think... A bit opulent, isn't it? I, don't, I can't actually tell... I did get this calendar reduced, by the way. From it was, I bought it on like the second. <laughs> it was like two quid. <laughs> I thought originally that various faiths were represented on the front, but actually, I don't think they are. So it's just mm. a good old-fashioned Christian advent calendar. Yeah. Right. I'm going to open day seventeen, mm. and interestingly, there are facts on the windows instead of like little pictures of robins or whatever. And the fact yeah. for today is black bears rub their backs on trees to communicate with other bears. It's good, isn't it, George? What do you think of that? I mean, it's it, it sounds plausible coming from you, but in my head I was hearing it coming from a different voice and it sounded a lot less believable. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do it? You should do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just try to remember his voice. Black bears rub their backs on trees to communicate with other bears. <laughs> so also, interestingly, instead of, um, you know, your normal Christmassy uh, designs, it's just birds. Yeah. I don't really get. I don't know why it's just birds. And I've had the same, like, wren every single day. Not today, though. Today it's like some kind of dodo thing. A dodo? <laughs> I'm just going to eat that now. Loads of them in Bethlehem. Trumping away. Mm. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Day 17. Back here, absolutely no, no Christmas calendar here. No chocolate. Nothing. nothing. Just a bleak, <laughs> just a bleak <laughs> future ahead. Can you not make this a really bleak right. Christmas special? I wanted okay. this to be fun and upbeat. That's why I brought back Paul's question time. To try yeah. and boost the mood a bit. Had the desired effect, surely. Grumpy fucker. Right. Okay, I'm not going to be miserable. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be happy. Good, thank Christ. So, Next George. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Suddenly the sweetest music So, George, why don't you tell me what you've been watching this week? Tell me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. Well, I mean, I've not really been watching much this week, if I'm honest no. with you, Paul. No. Didn't think you had. Um, well, I'll tell you what, then. I'll, we'll do what we did last year. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'll find out what you will and won't be watching on BBC One Christmas Day. How's about okay. that then? Um, that 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 phrase with BBC One, a bit awkward. What was it? Was that not one of Jimmy Savile's? All right, shit. Let's move on oh, from dear. that. Let's not dwell. Move on. God, th- this podcast. Let's not dwell on nonsense at Christmas. Ten minutes we've been doing this, and it's already had to be saved from the brink so many times. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Yeah, BBC One. Right. It's upbeat, positive. BBC One. Yeah. This is Christmas Day. So do you remember last year at all? Do you remember what was going on? No, I have some shit. Basically. Right, at 8.55 mm-hmm. in the morning, I'm sure it's on before that, BBC One. I'm sure it doesn't start at 8.55. I'm sure it started earlier last year as well. So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. But, hey, it's Stickman. Stickman? Yeah, Stickman. What's that? Oh, do you not keep up to date with anything what's that's Stick on Man? the telly? Stickman is um, an animated Julia, Julia Donaldson. Yeah. Um, animation. I think Martin Freeman does the voice of the stick man in question. Mm. I don't think that's aimed at me. No, probably not. Well, after that, at 9.25 is Zog, which last year yeah. we were confused because we didn't know. Do you remember? We were confused. We didn't know what Zog was. I still don't. To well, be Zog is another Julia Donaldson uh, thing. Yeah. So okay. that's that question answered. Was it? Is it Julia Donaldson Day? <laughs> she got the monopoly on it. Well, she does, doesn't she? Really, on Christmas Day, there's loads of. There's every year. There's a new Julia Donaldson animation, yeah, with Rob Brydon in it and some other celebrity. Mm. Every every year. When are we gonna get a gig like that? What would we do? Whatever the next Julia Donaldson thing is. What to do? Sign the voices in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll put the plea out there. The two grumpy podcasters. It could be called or something. <laughs> And then we can lose the job to... Uh... Never mind. Let's keep going. <laughs> the schedule. Uh, 9.50, Piper. Piper? Again, it's another animated thing. Julia Donaldson. I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> it's a Julia Donaldson triple in the morning. Let me find out. Right. Piper. Dead air jingle. Could you make, like, a Christmassy dead air jingle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, it's it's all just Billy Piper and Katie Piper coming up. I know who you go. Uh, a sandpiper's mother. That, you know what that is, George. Yeah. That's a kind of crab. Uh, a sandpiper's mm. mother decides it's time she learned to feed herself. After failing to spot yeah. an incoming wave, <gasps> Piper gains confidence with the help of some hermit crabs. Yeah, there you go. Was it Julia Donaldson? No, though? writer is Alan no. Barillaro. There's no info. Alan Barillaro. Barillaro. B-A-R-I-L-L-A-R-O. I like that name. From 2016, apparently. I've never heard of this. There's no image or anything. Maybe it's not Julia Donaldson. Well, at 10 o'clock, it's the Christmas Day Mass. Oh, fucking hell. So, you know, speaks for itself. Here we go, though. Uh, 11 o'clock, Wallace and Gromit, a close shave. Yes. Here we go. Christmas has started. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting they chose a close shave, because I don't know if you remember last year, they had um, Curse of the Were-Rabbit on. Oh, right. 
And uh, you may be thinking, well, surely the ob- if you're going to put Wallace and Gromit on, and it's going to be a short, the obvious choice would be Grand Day Out because it is it, the best yeah. one. Well, yeah, it wasn't what I was going to say. What I was going to say is it's the 30th anniversary, isn't it, of a Grand Day Out? Oh, okay, he's coming with a bit of extra knowledge. I mean, the wrong trousers is the best one. No, the wrong trousers is the worst one. It's shit, I hate wrong trousers. No, come on, the worst one's the one with the bread and um, oh, Sally come off from... It. What's, not Sally, uh, what's she called? Not Sally. Um, she was the bar... <laughs> we're, not pre- we're not prepared for this. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be pleased to know, George, that the wrong trousers is on Christmas Eve. All oh, right, OK. So... There you go. You can have you can have fun there. So, but, so the grand a grand day out will be on on uh, Festivus then, won't it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know where the grand day out is on. Well, surely it, it stands to reason that you'd have Festivus a grand day out, Christmas Eve the wrong trousers, Christmas Day a close shave, um, Boxing uh, Day Curse of the Weir Rabbit, and then the twenty seventh, uh, that one with the bread. And then on the 28th, the new advert they've done with um, DFS. Oh, okay. Have you seen the new advert? I haven't, no. It's it's got um, Helena Bonham Carter in it doing the voice of uh, of, um, Lady Tottingham. Yes. Tottington, not Tottingham. Do you know, I was watching watching Richard Osman's House of Games uh, the other week. It's not really a telly me bit. This it's just. But um, do you know the, the historian? Again. Do you know the historian Kate Williams? No, I don't. What's her deal? She reminded me of Lady Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look her up now. It's on next Monday, apparently. Grand day out. What? What date is that? That's Festivus. Yeah. Oh, there so, you go. Come on, Paul. Talking of nonsense. Top of the pops Christmas special. <laughs> uh, you know, same every year. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Uh, 11, no, 12.40, BBC News and Weather. Mm. No. Obvious. Yeah. At 12.55, um, the big film for the day, Moana. Never seen it. You seen it? It's good. It's a good it film, good? Moana. No, I'm I, not like, being... I liked it, yeah. Yeah, I'm not being sniffy about it. I just haven't seen it. It's a good choice, I'd say, for Christmas Day. I mean, I, I mean, probably it's not won't very Christmassy. On Christmas well, no, Day. I'm not, but... No, I'm not. No. There's other stuff going on, but you know. If yeah. you're crass listeners, if you've got kids... What time? <laughs> what the, if. Or crass listeners, if you are kids... <laughs> more likely. More likely. <laughs> what time did you say it was on? It is on at uh, 12.55. 14.30. Yeah. The Snail and the Whale, which I think is a Julia Donaldson. Fucking hell. I think. More Julia Donaldson. Let me look it up. I mean, if it's not... Look, this is like the new one. To Julia Donaldson. Yep, Julia Donaldson, Snail and the Whale. There you go. That's the new one. And after that, it's everyone's favourite at three o'clock. It's the Queen's Christmas broadcast. That'll be interesting this year, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> what is she going to talk about? She'll won't. She'll just talk vaguely about how it's you know it's been a tumultuous year. That's all she'll say. Yeah. She's not going to say anything deep about it. No, no, of course not. But it'd be good if she did. Do you know? It'd be good if she cut loose. <laughs> I mean, that'd be good. Do you know what's pissed me off about this year? And I think the crown has made everyone sort of love the queen like she's a little old granny who'd like you know buy your nice gloves for Christmas yeah. and make your tea if you went round. Would she bollocks? No, what she's actually she do- wouldn't. She would. <laughs> what she's really doing is harbouring a nonce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. 
<laughs> I hate the Queen. She can fuck right off. After that, it's another big film at 310. It only goes on for 10 minutes this year, the Queen's Christmas broadcast. Isn't it normally like 15 yeah. or 20? No, it's about 10. Mm, it's about okay. eight minutes, actually, I think. Wow. But we've got to see that BBC One cat on the remote control vacuum cleaner for Is two minutes. Is going to be with her? It'd be great if the cat was in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. I'd watch it then. <laughs> Just hitting her feet and that, well, because it's not yeah. programmed properly. Would you get a rumba? Mm. No. No, I wouldn't either. It seems no. like a waste. I just think I'd, my plan would be just to not vacuum. <laughs> just live, have a sort of permanent layer of filth just on yeah. the ground. After three weeks, it can't get any worse, can no, it? So. No, of course it can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 310, Finding Dory, the other big film of the day. Not, yeah. not that good, I don't think. Have you seen Finding Dory? No. I enjoyed Finding yeah. Nemo. When I was a kid, but sort of it's the same sort of film nope. except with the less less enjoyable character, so more annoying, annoying main character. Not a fan then of uh, Ellen. Dory Dory loves George Bush. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> we're getting into the serious meat now. Four forty. Strictly Come Dancing Christmas Special. Not watching it. Because Emma and Anton didn't win. Uh, don't know what that means, but uh, I hate. Do you know what? I hate TV. I hate it. It's, <laughs> it's really pissing me off. Most of this podcast is built around TV. Yeah, but like extent. it's just recently. I've just it's starting to piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> it just feels like everything's just there just to be watched and then forgotten about. There's no kind of. It still oh, well, this feels is disposable. Something... Yeah, exactly. It's like there's no attempt to make anything that will be remembered or watched over and over again. Mm. I was moving I... on because I, I, this is what made me think this the other day. Is I saw a clip uh, on YouTube of like something Michael McIntyre was doing, but it, <sighs> it, they all look just like YouTube videos. We've yeah. talked before about how YouTube is much worse than TV because it is. Yeah, but. TV now is just trying to be like YouTube and do that kind of just throw away shit yeah. that you watch once and then never go back to. Why are you doing TV? Why are you doing that? Stop doing that. I mean, I still think there's enough on TV for it to be still considered quite good. Do you not think? Or do you think it's all just become this real dumbed down clickbait TV sort of world that we're in now? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think there's there's still hope for it yet. There's still some good stuff. But I mean, yeah, come on, like you've got to think about, you know, there's been some pretty good drama on TV lately. You've had Killing Eve and and yeah. uh, The Bodyguard and I haven't seen any of them, but people <laughs> tell me they're good. Um no, I haven't seen them either. <laughs> oh dear. I do I think, I think, I t- my problem with it, my problem is more the, the kind of your BBC One stuff and your entertainment programming. Because yeah. I think entertainment programming used to actually, you know, it used to be very good. Hmm. And you would, sometimes I go back and watch stuff like that, like TV Burp. Yeah. I'll rewatch Shooting Stars, stuff like that. But I would never go back and watch anything that, oh, maybe it's just because I hate Michael McIntyre. Yeah, that could be very true. Maybe it's just that. 
Yeah. Don't forget it, listeners. Forget it. I'm just talking out of my ass. Is he on? Is he on this Christmas? Uh, <laughs> or will he we is get to him? Six, six o'clock, Michael McIntyre's big Christmas show. He can get to fuck, as far as I'm concerned. Not going to be watching that next. That's your big comedy at, like, six o'clock. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. But I bet if we had BBC One schedules for 1977, they wouldn't be great. Should we try and find that? I'm going to look that up. You carry on with, with okay, this. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, seven o'clock, call the midwife. She's not going to be watching that. Nope. 8.30 now. I don't know if you remember what we said last year, but um, last year we were talking about you know the Christmas schedule and you said, do you remember how something to the effect of, do you remember how rubbish the, trilo- the Only Fools and Horses comeback trilogy was? From yeah. like 2004 or whenever they came out, can't remember. And you said, even them, that was the last bit of good Christmas telly. And we both agreed, why can't we have something like that now? Mm. Well, the BBC have heard our pleas <laughs> and they have brought back Gavin and Stacey for a, a one off Christmas special. <laughs> so I bet you're happy about that, George. Oh, yeah, thrilled, yeah, thrilled, <laughs> overjoyed. Well, I'm glad because it's nice to see someone who looks like me on the telly. You know, it gives me a bit of hope. <laughs> what are your feelings on Gavin and Stacey, George? Never seen it. Never really gonna see it. I don't no. think. I've I've just I've got the Christmas schedule for 1977. Okay. Well, can I just and... say my thoughts on Gavin and Stacey first? Yes, yeah, sure. Thank you. <laughs> well, here's my thoughts on Gavin and Stacey. I don't like it that much, but I actually do admire what it was trying to do, and I wish it had been better, and I think it could have been better. Mm. I like the fact that, you know, it's about just a family. I like the fact that it's a bit domestic. Yeah. You know, I like a lot of the people involved. I like Alison Steadman. I like um, Rob Brydon. Yeah. I like most of the cast members, with one notable exception. (laughs) And that notable exception genuinely, I think, brings the whole show down. Yeah, and that is James Corden. Mm. Even in that show, it's not nothing to do with how he is now. This yeah, even yeah. in the show from day one of that show, he is horrible. Mm. He's an awful character played by an awful man. Yes, and it's so evident to me that he's a total cunt. <laughs> I mean, that's the that is the reason I've never watched it. He brings the whole thing right down, and I can't believe that that character became such a big thing. It's yeah. unbelievable to me because he's so uh, ludicrously unlikable. Mm. So it's but a I shame, think, really. But I do think, genuinely, yeah, his involvement is the only reason I've not really watched it. Yeah. Maybe, I'll probably be watching maybe that. Maybe that and um, I'm sure Joanna Page did a voiceover for an advert for a particular newspaper that I oh despise. Oh, dear. So there's some politics in there as well. Wow, but James Corden was the bit main of politics. <laughs> I will probably be watching the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special this year because I'm always intrigued by uh, comeback yeah. episodes of shows after a long time mm. to see how they kind of do it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. It's interesting how they pick up the baton, I suppose. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I won't be watching. Um, no, fair enough. Because I haven't seen before either. So, yeah. Right. So we've got two choices here. Either I can finish 
I mean, there's nothing else that good. I could just really barrel through the next lot. Yeah. 9.30 EastEnders, yep. 10.30 Mrs. Brown's Boys Christmas Special. Oh. Uh, 11.15, 2Ronnie's Christmas Sketchbook, which is pretty late for the 2Ronnie's. Yeah. And <laughs> it's the real raunchy stuff. That's probably from about... that. I think they did that series about a decade and a half ago. Comprising of clips from three decades ago. <laughs> so, so oh, okay. yeah. I found the, the schedule for BBC One 77. Brilliant. And this is the test you, now to see whether... You might have a point. <laughs> okay. So, 8.55, Star right. Over Bethlehem. A programme of Christmas music. Seven nations okay. brought together by that man-made star. The communications satellite joined in global celebration. So, it's just church music. I don't mind that from, sort of thing. From the Church of Nativity in Bethlehem. So, okay. yeah, fair enough. I wouldn't say I'd enjoy it, but fair yeah. enough. Maybe it is better to have a kids' um, thing on, you know. But Well, that's it. 9.55, they've got the Playboard Puppet Theatre. What is that? With Christopher Lillycrap. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's the guy's name. <laughs> Written and directed by Judy Whitfield. Okay. No relation to Terry and June. Well, she might be. And, we uh, don't know that. Well, she might be. I don't know. I'm making it up. <laughs> Christopher Lillycrap, though, is Christopher Lillycrap is good. What's the content of that show, whatever it was called? Oh, I've only got what's, what's on the uh, Radio Times listing for okay. 1977, so it doesn't say. Damn. But it just says, with the Playboard Puppet Theatre and Christopher Lillycrap. <laughs> uh, then okay. 10 past 10. Maybe it's uh, not a kid's Michael, thing. Michael Benteen appeals on behalf of Wells Cathedral. Okay. Um, which needed £11 million pounds, uh, urgently to conserve something to do with the cathedral. I mean, I'm not feeling it so far, George. No. That was a five-minute thing. Okay, all right. 10.15, Christmas worship uh, from All Saints Parish Church, yep. Kingston-upon-Thames. So, again, It's all a bit worthy still... at the moment, though, isn't it, George? Yeah. Uh, then 11.13, Weatherman. Right. That's all it says. 11.15, The Bear Who Slept Through Christmas. What's uh, that? Some kids Julia thing, I'm guessing. Biggity Bong, whatever her name Julia is. Julia Donaldson. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. in uh, 1997. Here's the description. Okay. What is Christmas? Theodore Edward Bear didn't know. He had heard so much about it but had never seen it and he was very curious. Oh, there it is. Cartoon about teddy bears. Right. That's it, at Christmas. Okay. Uh, I like that the under-contributors it's got unknown Ted Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if, like... Vision Mixer was called, you know, Terry Bear Terry or something Bear. by coincidence and just ended up being Yeah. Um eleven forty National Velvet, the Clarence Brown film with Elizabeth Taylor, Mickey Rooney. Okay. Um Right. I don't really know much about it, but yeah. No, I um, don't either. Twenty to two. Are you being served? <laughs> <laughs> by Jeremy Lloyd and David Croft, the Father Christmas affair. He's back again. Yep. A substantial bonus is to be given to the successful candidate for the post of Grace Brothers' Father Christmas, featuring a dance staged by Michelle Hardy, <laughs> directed by Ray Butt, produced by David Croft. I'm free. That's what he says. <laughs> um, oh, oh, me Christmas pussy needs stuffing. Oh, yep. That's what she says. Um, actually, no, She's this isn't dead. very good, is it, Paul? No, it's not. It's rubbish, this schedule. It's terrible. Ten past two, Top of the Pops, 77. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, Top of the Pops Christmas Now versus Top of the Pops Christmas 77 is 
probably all the same songs. Probably, almost certainly. Except, Except you know, Band Aid and maybe like East Seventeen. Yeah, it'll be mostly the same songs. None of the um, nonces will be snipped out. Um, well, actually, it does seem fairly nonce-free from from the description. Okay. I mean, did Gary Glitter have a Christmas song around that time? So maybe it's not nonce-free, but <laughs> but no, presented by Noel Edmonds. Right. Maybe not well, then. Never know. Um, three o'clock, the Queen speech. Yeah. How long is it? Yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, ten past three. Billy Smart's Christmas Circus. Oh God, this is shit. Yeah. Wow, I'm starting to really appreciate our. Although maybe it's better that it's weird and, I mean, because it's so predictable. Ours this year. Yeah. Maybe it's There's... maybe some of these are really good. They're like lost gems. There are two things that are going to win you back. I think. Okay. Ten past four. The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Woohoo! Good choice for a film. Um... Great Christmas classic starring Judy Garland. We all know what that's about. Oh, yeah. Ten to six, Basil Through the Looking Glass. <laughs> a Basil Brush special. Yes! Here we go. Come on. Um, uh, 20 past six, Evening News with Angela... R- oh, no. Your, your, your nemesis. <laughs> 25 past six, Songs of Praise special. Yep. It's very religious, isn't it? Even for 1997. I'd have thought there'd be a bit more anarchy. Yeah. (laughs) What, Christmas with the Sex Pistols? (laughs) Well, I suppose it's BBC One. Maybe the BBC Two schedule was entirely different. Yeah. (laughs) BBC Two schedule was like Easy Rider. (laughs) Well, maybe it was because they... What what does BBC Two have on now? Because your main sitcoms are just BBC One. Yeah. I don't even know what is on BBC Two anymore, apart from nature documentaries. I mean, we're already at 35 minutes, but I can have a look. Go for it. <laughs> right, quarter past seven, Bruce Forsyth's Generation Game. Okay. Uh, so fair no. enough. Uh, 20 past eight, Mike Yarwood Christmas special with <laughs> special guests, Wings. <laughs> wow, fucking hell. Five to nine, Morecambe and Wise Christmas show. Now, you yeah. see, up until recently, they used to just show these every yeah. Christmas. Even, like... Well into my teens, I'm sure. God, yes. And the thing is, I don't know if this was one of the good ones or not. I mean, it's on the BBC, so that's a fairly good indicator. Yeah. Uh, with special guests Penelope Keith and Elton John. There you go. Yeah, I think this would have been a good one. Big then, right probably. now. Uh, Ten o'clock, the news, Angela Rippon. Uh, five past, Funny Girl, starring Barbara Streisand and Omar Sharif. Right. Uh, and then that's it. There you go. For BBC yeah, One. It's not that so, good. It's not that much. Check out BBC Two. Maybe. You don't have to go through the whole thing. Just don't want to hear some of the highlights. So, be, curiously enough, BBC Two didn't start until quarter to one. Right. Afternoon. Wow. Okay. Uh, with with Christmas carols sung from around the country. Uh, oh, Jesus. News review. Uh, right. Half one. Uh, the World About Us, The Predators, narrated by David Attenborough. Okay. Oh, Jesus, it hasn't changed. What did I just say a second ago? What's this? A documentary about the ocean. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, a portrait of the Queen's Summer Jubilee from the summer of 77. Right. Uh, the Queen's speech is on again at 20 to 6. What's on after that? Thanks for the memory. Every day, in pubs or on buses and at work, people talk about last night's programmes. What do you think about... This crass... 
It is, isn't doing it? crass on BBC Two, telling me what you watched last <laughs> night is essentially what that is. Oh, my God. We could have our own Christmas special on BBC Two, couldn't we? Yeah, in 1977. <laughs> right, do you want to know what's, curiously, do you know what's on Christmas? Last... Uh, yeah, in a minute. Just okay. one last thing. Okay. Um, they've got here, just for the rest of the night, it seems to be like films and, and so on, but... One of the things they've got on is a programme called Christmas Past. And it's about how 40 years earlier you wouldn't have been watching Christmas television on the BBC. Well, obviously. They wrap <laughs> things up. They do finish with The Big Sleep, which is a okay. classic Humphrey Bogart film. Yeah. It's not very, very Christmassy, good. though, is it? Not really. <laughs> yeah, but neither's Finding Dory. So Yeah, that's true. Here's the. This is the um, BBC Two schedule for Christmas Day. I'm just going to really way too long in it. <laughs> rattle through it. We have to cut it right down. Okay, go on. Chim- six o'clock. Chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is. Some program about a chimpanzee. Yeah. Seven fifteen. Rise of the Guardians. Crap animated film. Yeah. Uh, Eight forty. Carols from Kings. Mm. Ten o'clock. Inside the factory, which is about Christmas party food. That's just Greg Wallace ponting about a factory, isn't it? Yep. Sick. Eleven o'clock. Uh, the Planets. Which program about the planets. It, it, oh, like um, with thingy Brian Cox, the, yeah, lad from the north, not the actor. Twelve o'clock, <laughs> dancing the Nutcracker inside the Royal Ballet. One mm. thirty, uh, Gareth Malone's Christmas concert. Oh, it's not looking oh, good. He can, he can fuck right off. Two <laughs> uh, thirty, Scrooge, the musical. Oh, oh, the one that was like actually. Oliver, but with all of the good bits removed. Yeah. Hate it that film. Four thirty, the Queen. Yep. Four forty, Raymond Briggs, Snowmen, Bogeymen, and Milkmen. I'm guessing that's like a um, a documentary about Raymond yeah, Briggs. Yeah, I mean Raymond Briggs. I suppose he's worthy of a documentary, but he's not my cup of tea, especially. I don't think. You don't like cartoons, do you? <laughs> I like Johnny Bravo. If you'd have done Johnny Bravo, I'd have been laughing. <laughs> It's not my fault all of his cartoons are... Oh, and then it melts at the end. Oh, nuclear holocaust. That's bad, isn't it? Uh, Lighten up, it's fucking Christmas. (laughs) 5.40, Upstart Crow, a Christmas crow. Oh, fuck off. Uh, 6.20, Dad's Army, my brother and I. Oh, it's a really Mm. shit. 7 o'clock, Morecambe and Wise. They've been moved to uh, BBC Two. Uh, no, okay. Eight o'clock university challenge, uh, Guildhall School of Music and Drama versus UCL. Now, maybe this is like a sign of my age. That sounds like the best thing on. Oh, I think maybe you're right. I, I would rather watch Jeremy Paxman shout at students for half an hour <laughs> than anything else on the schedule. I could probably watch the Raymond Briggs documentary because I haven't personally got a problem with him. No. Uh, Oh, Gareth Malone's Christmas concert would be the worst one for me. Yeah. Is, oh, God. After that, at 8.30, Dolly Parton, here I am. Again, I'm not sure about the Christmas connection, but fine. It'd be all right, yeah, a it? documentary yeah. on Dolly Parton, I'm not against. And then at 8 o'clock... No, sorry. Uh, 10 o'clock, uh, Dolly Parton's 2014 Glastonbury performance, just as a little mm, cheeky chaser. Mm, less so, but... Then at eleven ten, Glastonbury again from two thousand nineteen. Mm. Kylie Minogue. Mm. Then mm. Uh, half past midnight. Merry Christmas, baby, with Gregory Porter and friends. Yep. 
And then at 1.30 in the morning, Moana again. Who's watching Moana at 1.30 in the morning? All the crack addicts are going to... Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. They've got... It's their Christmas as well. Yeah. I mean, they can't just have cold turkey, can they? Oh. <laughs> Good. Right, well, that was our way too long uh, telling me what we've been watching this week almost an hour. <laughs> George, you like films, don't you? Yes, yes, I do. Are there any... Do you like watching films at Christmas? I don't mind. Yeah, I quite like watching films at Christmas. I mean, you have to watch them with my family, yeah. which is... I have to watch them with your family? Why have I got to do that? No, I mean, I have to watch them with my family. Oh, Again, sorry. I not the Robert... Li- I nearly said Sally Lindsay, who was the person who I couldn't remember before. The Robert <laughs> Lindsay sitcom. I, I do sometimes watch films at Christmas, yes. That's good. Watch, do you watch some really bad films at Christmas? I, well, I try not to. Um, you know, if, if a terrible film is on, I'll go away from the TV and watch a better one elsewhere. Mary Poppins. Well, I haven't had that, I haven't had that privilege no. because we haven't got a remote on our telly. So if something was on, you just had to yeah. watch it. So as a result of that, I've watched some really shitty Christmas films. Okay. And I've compiled them in a top five list, just like you did of top five worst Christmas songs. Do you remember? Yes. Well, this is the equivalent, but for films. Mm-hmm. So strap yourself in, because it's, it's going to be a list. Number five <laughs> on the worst Christmas films list. Just before you say anything, Paul. Uh, yes? I am going to put some music under this. Good. Good. <laughs> Number five, Elf. Now, I know this is a controversial opinion because a lot of people love that film, Mm. but they're wrong. Because Elf is not a good film. It's an annoying film. It's Mm. not awful. It's not the worst film ever made. No. Not by a long shot. There's at least four more. What is... I'm not going to get to that, aren't I? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Have you ever seen Elf, George? I saw about five minutes of, of it two days ago. It's annoying, isn't it? Yep. Yep, that's why it's number five. It's not as bad as the rest of them, mm. so it's right at the bottom of the list, but it is still bad. Yeah. That's why it's on the list. Mm-hmm. Number four, again, I think this is, these are all controversial, actually, apart from, I think, one. <laughs> um, number four, Santa Claus the movie. Mm. Oh, and a lot of people love that one with um, Dudley Moore mm. as the little elf man. Have you seen Santa Claus the movie? No. No, I've not. <sighs> There's a real creepy atmosphere to it. Mm. There's... It's like it's trying to be this kind of it's trying to be the most accurate Father Christmas film. Yeah. And as a result, it's just really weird and creepy. And that's all I'm going to say about that because you haven't seen it. Uh, th- from this point on, there's a little kind of connection between all of the films. They've all got a kind of creepy atmosphere, well, but unintentionally. Well, I think from the three minutes of it I saw, Elf had that. Okay. There's something very weird I find about grown adults playing an infantilised kind of character. Oh, well, I guess you're right, actually. I find those Haribo adverts disturbing. Yeah, they're they're odd, aren't they? I think the older Rowan Atkinson gets the seedier Mr Bean becomes. (laughs) You're right. I never quite sort of vocalised that, but you're right, he does get seedier. There's that teacher 
character in uh, the Nativity films. Oh, God! Oh, they could have got on the list. I forgot about them. Shall oh. I not mention them, then? No, no, no. <laughs> no. They're not on the list, but they should be. Maybe that's... Be- I, Are they worse than Elf? I genuinely only... I haven't seen Do you seen know what? They make it in at third place with... No, not hmm. even third place. Second place, right? So forget those for okay. now. Put them on the shelf. So what's third place? I'll bring them okay. back in a sec. Third place is the Polar Express. I hate the Polar Express. It's awful. It's horrible, isn't it? It's a horrible it's film. It's proper uncanny valley territory. Isn't yeah. It? Creepy all again. Dead. All dead. All the children are dead. Happy Christmas. <laughs> that's, that's how I felt watching that. I, that was a school trip to go and see that. Ugh. In 3D. Blech. And I hated it every second of it. it Horrible. Was Weirdsville. Yeah, awful <laughs> film. Brilliant. Good summary there. Now, number two, with uh, the Nativity films, is mm. Jack Frost. I never saw it, but yeah. With mm. dead... <laughs> dead... Um, what's his name? Divine. Not Divine. <laughs> Divine isn't in Jack Frost, is he? Michael Keaton. He's, he's a dead dad in it, and he yeah. comes back to life as a snowman. Mm. Again... Another sort of creepy atmosphere. Yep. Just a horrible, weird, shit film, as well as the nativity films. But number one, mm-hmm. right, and I think that's the one that I think is not going to be controversial. I think everyone knows that Jack Frost is shit. Yeah. Everyone hates it. But number one is a very well-loved film, and I cannot wrap my head around why. Do you know what? Actually, I do know why it's well-loved. Because there are, And it's the same reason that we're in the shit mess that we're in now, politically, I mean. Um, yeah, and it's the Grinch who stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey. It's awful, isn't it? Horrible, it's evil, absolutely awful beyond belief. ugly film. Yeah, if your favourite Christmas film is the Grinch, then you're a bad person. Yeah, it's so popular, George. Everyone, loads of people love that film, it's, and they're it's all awful Tories. They've got to be. <laughs> 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 it's it's a film that. Uh, Grinch is a film for people who hate Christmas, really. If you mm. like The Grinch, you can't really like Christmas. You can't no. really, you know, enjoy it. I'll tell you what I'm disappointed by uh, oh, yeah. when it comes to uh, films and okay. Christmas. Um, I'm a bit disappointed that we only got one film in the uh, the Jesus Christ trilogy that uh, Bob Hoskins <laughs> was making. We only got The Long Good Friday. We didn't get... We didn't get any other films <laughs> vaguely linked to events in the life of Jesus Christ. No, you're right. It's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to move on to the next yeah, bit. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Get a juggernaut through there, you twat. Right, George, to end this uh, shambolic podcast, (laughs) it's it's the return of a much-missed feature. Yes. One of the fans' favourites. It's time for another crass oddity. (laughs) Hey! Crass. You've really made the grade. 
Right, now this truly is a crass oddity. The last crass oddity we covered was available on YouTube. You know, mm. it was, everyone could see it. Unfortunately, listeners, yeah. you're not going to be able to see this one because it is proper fucking obscure. Right. So when I was a little, a wee lad, we had a video, a VHS cassette, um, and it's called, I'm just going to reach over to get it, uh, A Message from Santa. Uh, now I'm just going to send you a picture of the cover, George. Just Shall I just briefly explain what videos were? Yeah, good idea while I do this. So a VHS uh, cassette tape was like a big black box thing, and you put it in a... A VCR, and you could watch films, um, sort of like an old-fashioned DVD. A DVD is kind of like a film on a disc, <laughs> where you put the disc in a DVD player and it plays it. I mean, it's all streaming now, but we yeah. used to. What we used to do is buy things physically, and then you've got it forever. Then, and no yeah, one you, can just turn around f- and go, "Oh no, you can't have that film now." Like that, you you've actually got it. Then. So you can put you buy him, yeah. So you can you'd, put Tommy on whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, you'd buy him from like HMV. HMV listeners, if you're not, from, you know, is a sh- shop on the high street. Uh, the high street is like a big street anyway. that you have in town, <laughs> and shops are like buildings <laughs> where you can not buy. Not get stuff. into this because right. otherwise we're going to be here explaining what okay, I'll look the at, outside world I'll look is at the to these. <laughs> a message from Santa. Youths. That is who listen terrible, to the show? It? <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. so. The one I've got has got a sticker on the front that says "Video Sellout One Ninety Nine." So has it the st- got the um, that lovely old BBFC Universal Children logo? It does indeed. Ah, I, I had uh, Chuckle Vision Goofy Golfers, and that. It's gone there three times, actually. It's got okay. it on the front, the side, and the back. The spine, rather. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, the story behind this is that you would buy this um, VHS tape in a kind of set with a lot of um, various uh, accoutrements. Yep. Uh, such as a certificate and, I think, like, a fake tangerine or something and some <laughs> treats. Because the idea is you put this on in the morning and it was like Father Christmas had left you a message mm. via VHS. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'll actually let uh, Father Christmas Santa himself explain the premise of the video. Oye como va. That's the best one that he did. <laughs> so, so is this the... <laughs> message... Can you see me? I'm over here on the television. This is genuinely how bad you know the sound is. I am. Yes, I'm Santa Claus. And this is my helper, Terry Nose. I can't tell you what a busy night we've had. Well, it's not easy, you know, whizzing all around the world in one night, delivering presents to all the good children in the world. I've brought toy pandas to Peru, choo-choo trains, China, to it's awful. It's so bad, so weird and creepy. You're not even seeing it. Given me quite an appetite. That reminds me. A robin! A robin! And that robin asked with her. This is another of my helpers, a robin red dress. Say hello, robin. 
The little puppet Robin is bouncing around a little bit. Not Robin Asquith. No. Now go and find the other helpers, and we can all sit down to eat. I'm famished. Just turns up to fuck off again. Well, I really wanted to talk to you last night, but you were fast asleep, snoring your head off so loud, I couldn't wake you. We tried, we pushed and pulled, tickled your toes, but you still wouldn't budge. It was only when Perry Gnome saw that you had this video thingamajig that we decided to leave you a special message from Santa on this magic videotape instead. Now, it's a shame, actually, listeners, that this isn't a visual medium because you're missing out on so much of the creepy factor by not seeing what's going on because there's, like, various weird cutaways to sort of crap puppets and Santa himself has got a slightly sort of... slightly threatening vibe to him. Mm. He's not a very nice Santa. He's quite creepy. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, basically, he's laid out the whole premise there. He's, you know, he wanted to leave you a video message to say that you're one of his new special helpers. He gives you a certificate that he, like, throws through the telly. And there's, like, a horrible animation of the certificate flying towards the screen. And the idea is you're supposed to hide the certificate, or your parents were supposed Mm. to hide the certificate behind the sofa or something. So you could pick it up and be like, I can't believe that this has flown out of the screen from the magic video! That's fucking mental! Yeah. Or whatever. Unfortunately... Uh, my mum bought this uh, VHS in like a bargain bin for one ninety nine because it didn't have any of the stuff that came with it. <laughs> so every time the certificate came out of the screen, I'd spend hours hunting for it and never mm. finding it. No. Like so... a sort of Samuel Beckett Christmas special. <laughs> it was a bit like that. It was very um, very downbeat. Yep. Sort of set the uh, pattern for me life, really. Mm. Um, so... Various shit happens. For about 20 minutes, Santa just goes on and on about you being his helper. Then, uh, so various stuff happens. There's a bottle and they have, they show a bit of a kids' TV show called The Spooks of Bottle Bay. I've not got a clip of that because it has nothing to do with Christmas or mm. Santa at all. It's just a... They obviously, it was made by the same production company, so they just threw it in. Then, um, Rudolph shows up... Mm. Um, and this happens. Santa, yes, Rudolph. Can I sing my song now? Oh no, Rudolph! I'm sure the children don't want to hear you sing. Oh. You don't want to hear Rudolph sing, do you? <laughs> oh well, all right then. I suppose so. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Cut there, cut. Don't, don't need to listen to the whole thing. Where have so, you gone, Peter <laughs> Simon? A nation turns its lonely eyes to you. It is very Peter Simon-esque, but worse. Yeah. Worse than Peter Simon. I mean, What you can't see, listeners, is... Uh, sorry, you go on, George. What I was going to say is, if Biggie and Tupac had heard that, 
Might not have been so much violence in Compton. <laughs> what you can't see, listeners, uh, is the abysmal green screen mm. that is. Well, I'm guessing not even a green screen. It's probably some sort of terrible CSO that they've employed. But it's really badly done. Like it's cut out. It cuts out most of Rudolph's face. And you can just see the background through his whole face. There's actually some footage of this on my YouTube channel. I did a couple of years ago a, a video called Bumble Down's, I can't even remember, like Festive Special or something. And there's a clip of this song in that, which will give you an idea of what it looks like. Just a plug. <laughs> but at the end of the rap, he starts going on. We won't include that because we're not including the whole fucking nope. thing. But he starts going on about how he's not going to be Santa's helper anymore. He's going he's gonna to live the easy life and become a milkman. How is that an easier life than working one day a year? You've got to get up really early every day and deliver milk. And it's a dying trade. He'd, he'd have no job now if he'd gone off and done that. <laughs> anyway, so Rudolph does his shitty song. And pretty much immediately after, they ask... The, the crazy characters ask Father Christmas for a story from his magic book. And now for a story from Santa's magic book. Yippee! A story from Santa's magic book. So, Perry Gnome, fetch me the book. That's a little mouse talking. What's going on? I can't understand a word of this. These are the puppets talking. They're not. It's not discernible. Hello, I'm Santa's magic book, and I'm going to tell you a story. The night before Christmas, Santa was getting ready to deliver all the presents to the children around the world. The gnomes and the fairies had loaded up the sleigh, and the reindeer were getting ready to go. Then, just as everyone was about to set off, Susie Squirrel noticed that there were only three reindeer at the front of the sleigh. Susie wasn't very good at counting, so she had to make sure. She looked again. One reindeer, two reindeer, three reindeer. Susie was sure that someone was missing. Weren't there usually four reindeer to pull such a heavy sleigh? Oh, I don't know why it stopped suddenly. Oh. Maybe, maybe there is a god. <laughs> yeah, it won't play. That's all right. Well, you can just... I'll just tell you the rest. So, basically, Susie Squirrel looks around, da-da-da-da-da, and she can't find Rudolph anywhere. Mm. She looks in loads of different places, blah-blah-blah, yeah. and she's like, oh, shit, I can't find Rudolph. I'll have to tell Santa, who's going to be really fucking pissed if Rudolph shows up late. Yeah. So, George, this is the question. Where is Rudolph? What, what's happened to him? Spearmint rhino. <laughs> well, there is a kind of... You joke about that, but there is a slightly <laughs> weird element to Rudolph in this. There's a slightly sort of... I don't know. Again, CD is what I'll say. We'll come to yeah. that later, though. Um, <laughs> but God. for now, let's just resolve... The story of um, Rudolph's Rudolph going AWOL. If you'd like does, to play the second, nope. no, I was just going to say, does this mean we get to hear some more of uh, Carl Howman playing the voice of the book? 
Who's Carl Hellman? He's we've talked about him on Crash before. He was the the baldy guy who was in the Flash bathroom cleaner adverts oh, in yes. the early two thousands. Oh, yeah. Anything you say, my princess? Him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a cheeky Cockney chap. Cheeky Cockney. A non-threatening Danny Dyer type. Okay. From way back when. There you go. I mean, he might have been threatening. I've never seen brush strokes, so I don't know. <laughs> just play the next clip. Yeah, sorry. Santa? She said nervously. I, I can't find Rudolph anywhere. What shall we do? But Susie, said Santa, he's right here. Ready to pull the sleigh with the other reindeer. And Susie looked again and counted. One reindeer, two reindeer, three reindeer, four reindeer. Oh, silly Susie. She must have counted wrong. Rudolph was there all the time. You are a silly squirrel. So then Santa and all the helpers went off and delivered the presents to all the children around the world. Oh, silly Susie. She fucked it right up. Counted wrong. Now, <laughs> I don't know about you, George. I don't know what you're thinking, but that is a shit story. Yep. A really shit story yep. based on just her making a, an error in counting. Who fucks up counting to four? I mean, even you can do that, can't you? I know, Christ. I know she's a squirrel and everything, but fucking hell. She's mastered the... surely can count to four. You'd think so. Surely. I mean, she's... The squirrel's mastered the power of human language as well. Yeah. So surely so... numeracy isn't too far a stretch. <laughs> so, shit story. Santa puts the book away and yeah. uh, it's time to go. So then uh, we're nearly at the end of the video, but before we can go, Rudolph has a very good point to make. But, but Santa, what about Perry Nose present? Ah, yes, Perry Nose. Well, Perry, you've been such a naughty gnome this year. I'm not sure you deserve one, do you? I hope we'll let our new helpers decide. Well, I suppose this is your first official job for Santa. At the bottom of your TV screen, you'll see a magic red button. Now, if you think that Perinome should have a present, when I count to three, just press the button. One, two, three, press the button. <laughs> well, well Perinome, it looks like you'll get a present after Jesus all. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bloody hellfire. <laughs> Just Perry Gnome holding his arms out in the hopes of a present. <laughs> I just, I always think, imagine if he just didn't get the present. Imagine yeah. if he just, imagine the tragedy of that, and poor Perry Gnome just storms off. So that's your first <laughs> smashes the set to pieces. <laughs> that's your first <laughs> actual sort of visual candy cane. Look at uh, a message from Santa George. What yeah. do you think? It looks awful. To me. <laughs> it looks. Really I do. Bad. I am. Picking up on a yeah, dis- slightly disturbing element to it. Well, yeah, it's the sort of thing. If I had that in my film collection, I would want to burn it immediately. <laughs> and like, I- I'm not religious, but I'd like be straight on the blower to the Vatican to get a 
big boatload of holy water to <laughs> cleanse every shelf it's been on. <laughs> there is something slightly demonic about it. Yes. But uh but hey, you might feel differently because it ends with one with a brilliant song and dance sequence. I'd like to watch the next video, George. Have a happy Christmas. Keep being good and we'll see you again next year. Happy Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Jesus. Oh, my God. So this is what Craig Revel Holman was doing before Nativity. I need to smash my phone. <laughs> that footwork was appalling, darling. You really <laughs> need some work. I'm really sad, listeners, that you don't get to see that. Yeah. Because it's... I mean, there's not much going on. You're not missing much. They're just standing in the room, just moving their feet. They're not even the... dancing, are they? It's just <laughs> it's even... completely unrelated to anything... That, anything connected with dancing. It's oh. ludicrous <laughs> and demonic. It is. Re- I'm really disturbed by it. <laughs> I think we, literally we used to watch this every year. <laughs> well, wow. Uh, I mean, it's obviously affected me in some way. Yeah. Um, so that's how it ends. You know, there's a big celebration, big song and dance number, but it's not quite over yet, George. Because oh my god, when the lights are down. Rudolph comes back and uh, he has a little song to sing. <laughs> we like to play the last clip. It's a busy time at the Christmas As the horizon Flashbacks to all the memories. That's really... <laughs> it's really weird. Oh. I didn't, That's not even what... I've, I've cut off that clip before Rudolph starts walking around the house. Yeah. While everyone else is asleep, <laughs> singing this really sort of weirdly sort of maudlin song. Yeah. It's proper weird. Oh. So that's that's it. I, the credits roll, and I just want to... So I'm just going to tell you a few of the people involved with this. Two people in particular. Yeah. It was directed by a guy uh, called Alan Shaw or something. I've now forgotten. I should have written his name down. Um, but the more notable uh, person involved uh, was the guy who plays Perry Gnome, mm. uh, a, a, a fellow called Kieran Shah. Yeah. 
Uh, and I've looked on... There's not, this isn't on IMDb at all, this no. video. It doesn't exist on there. The only thing... The only bit of information about it online is like an Amazon listing without a picture. Yeah. And then there's that one picture that I sent to you, George, which is the only image from it or of it on the internet I can find. Mm. But Kieran Shah has been in um, pretty much all of the Star Wars films. He's been in Doctor Who. He's been in Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit films, Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. He's been in a couple of Harry Potter films. He's been in Shameless. He's been in That Mitchell and Webb look. He's been in The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. And he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. So (laughs) this is obviously a very bizarre blight on his otherwise pretty impressive career. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, so... Yeah, it was made by a company called Visage Film and Television Productions. Mm-hmm. They uh, dissolved in 2007. Yeah. You'll be glad to know. Um, <laughs> Sounds like the... What was the company called in I'm Alan Partridge who made Crash Bang Wallet What a Video? Oh, God. What were they called? It's Meteor Productions. <laughs> <but it's... laughs> it it sounds imagine, like that. It must that have been a bit like that. Yeah. But, yeah, so... The, if anyone else listening to this, in the un- I mean, it's so unlikely. There is nothing mm. online. I cannot believe that anyone listening to this. It almost is like an actual message just left for me. Yeah. That's how, how little information there is about it. <laughs> if anyone has anything, I'd love to see what actually came in the original kit. Yeah. I'd love to hear from someone who made it, what was going on in their heads when they made it. Maybe it is actually sort of demonic. <laughs> Maybe yeah. this is Maybe what's caused... One day. Maybe. <laughs> but I would love to know for sure. So that is my crass oddity, and I don't think I'm going to top it for an oddity no. because... I'm just think, I'm just picturing, like, one day it just materialised in the bargain bin, and then <laughs> within, I don't know, within, like, 100 yards of the shop, uh, your mum's eyes suddenly just started going funny, <laughs> swizzling round in her head, and she just was on autopilot, and she just... Bought just it without it up, even realising. Yeah. I'm just going to read the, the, uh, like the copy on the back. Singing <laughs> DSE Ray and <laughs> all of Hello, that. children everywhere. Let me introduce to you my message from Santa. My special helpers, Tinkerbell, he's not called Tinkerbell in the actual, uh, I don't want to say film, video. No. <laughs> it's called Twinkle. So obviously they had to change the name legally, but didn't notify the people doing the copy for the video in time. Yeah. Perry the Gnome, Rudolph, Robin Redbre- Redbreast and Susie Squirrel are going to entertain you on this special video. Well, we will be debatable. <laughs> we will be singing you some of our special songs and telling you some of our favourite stories. I hope you have a very special Christmas and we all hope you receive some nice presents. As you know, all my helpers and I work very hard for you each Christmas to try and bring you the gifts you want. So do not forget that you must be good children all the year round and help your parents whenever you can. Once again, have a very happy Christmas. I will be seeing you again next year. It's disturbing. Santa Claus in a I message from but... Santa. Yeah. Universal children. I can't help but feel if you like put a small mirror alongside some of the text... Um, you know, like the Paul is dead rumours, and if you put a mirror on the bass drum yep. on the Sergeant Pepper's cover, it points an arrow yep. to Paul McCartney and says he's dead or something. I can't help but feel if you did yeah. the same with that, it would say something like, watch this every year or you will be murdered or something. Yeah, I just can't help but feel like there's got to be some <laughs> satanic element to this. 
Well, yeah. Luckily, I think I have actually genuinely watched this every year <laughs> oh since I got God. it. <laughs> so I haven't broken the curse. I watched yeah. it this year to get those clips. So thankfully, Some you know. heavy. Oh, no. What if it leads to another ghost watch situation? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so anyway, that's yeah. Crash Oddity. Ground control to major Crash. Your circuit's dead. There's something wrong. Can you hear me, major? Crash. Can you hear me, major? Crash. Can you hear me, major? Crash. Well, that's it. That's the yeah. end of another Christmas special, I think. Another one. I hope you've had a good Christmas, yep. listeners. I'm going to say the usual, you know, if it's been it's a shit awful. one. That's all right. You know. Oh, you mean it's all right? No. <laughs> well, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean, kind of is. It isn't, though, <laughs> so don't, don't complain. Okay, it could be. <laughs> but, no um, yeah, well... <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll see you at some point yeah. in the future. Um, but you know, I'm sure we'll. Well, you know, you can, you know, you can write to us in real life if you want, or just stop us in the street. I guess. Yeah. Should we give but, out um, the email? If you want, yeah. Uh, I'm not that bothered. Uh, Crasspodcast at gmail dot com. Twitter at the Crass Podcast. You're on Twitter, aren't you, Paul? Yeah, uh, at Bumbledoon. Bumble D double O N. So um, yeah, Merry Christmas, uh, listeners. Merry Merry Holidays, whatever your whatever your religion is, whatever you you do. Yeah. I've wandered into a sticky area now, so let's get out yeah. quick, smart. Uh, to our listeners, bye. Ho ho ho! Have a happy Christmas, all you listeners on Capital Radio. You know you get more on 194 And the DJs are also gorgeous and adorable Happy Christmas, Happy Christmas, Capital Radio